Welcome, 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 welcome to Generating X. I am Gico. It's your man, C. Rob. And we are here today, today, today. So C. Rob wanted to get it started today. He wanted to talk about one Cameron Newton. <laughs> the floor is yours, my man. Man, it looked like it was roaches just scattering. Well, first of all, let's 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 back up and, and, and set this set the scene. I guess they were out of seven on seven tournament. Correct. That Cam goes to every year. He the Cam, yeah. Speaks seven on seventeen. And uh I guess some words got exchanged between Cam and it sounded like it was some guys that knew Cam that he worked with before, that he helped coach with before. Right. The words got exchanged. I guess it got a little heated. And then people started touching each other. Well, they, they ran up on Cam. So they ran up on Cam. Well, one guy said, I saw an interview. One guy said Cam started jacking on one of them first, like started grabbing on one of them first. And that's when the other ones came. Because they ran up on him. All right, so then he had to grab somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. So um I'm 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 waiting to hear Cam. I haven't heard Cam interview yet or his podcast or whatever. But um Cam is a big dude, man. Yo, six five, probably like 250, 260. 250, 260. That's a that's, grown ass man. That's a big ass dude that's still in some shape. As as Shannon Sharp said. Cam makes him look small. He's Cam's a big dude. He's a big dude. And think about it, man. He was fighting off a 300-pound lineman. That's the thing. Now, a cat that's 190 pounds ain't nothing to Cam, dude. And, and before you go any further, I got to put a, uh, uh, what is it, a PSA, a message out, a public service announcement to people out there. No matter... Put the gun away, first of all. I ain't talking about y'all carrying guns. But it's a lot of dudes out here who really think they can beat professional athletes in fights and are strong. These dudes are played at the highest level in their sport for a reason. They have extraordinary athletic talent, speed, strength, agility, hand-eye coordination. Endurance. The average baseball player, the average soccer player, the average football player, the average hockey player, these basketball, these dudes are all stronger than you. They've been trained. First yes. of all, they've been physically gifted. And then they had to work out and, and maintain those physical gifts over a long period of time. Now, unless you're going to fight a 50-year-old and even that, because Shannon Sharp is like 52 or 55. I ain't messing with that dude. No, look at Mike Tyson. Yeah, well, there you go. You ain't messing with Mike Tyson, no, even though he's in the mid-50s right now. Right. It, it just stop. Stop with this. I mean, because he was, it was like when I was growing up and I, I was like in my mid-20s and I had little cousins, 10, 12 years old, and they jump on you, you playing, you just right. throwing them. And that's what it looked like. You're just tossing them around. You know what? He was handling them, and he didn't throw not one punch. Not one punch. He, he could have been laying them down. down. He was smushing them, just smushing them down. He could have been. I know he was stiff firing them and grabbing yeah. one, one. I mean, dog, think about it. Three hundred pound linemen have a problem tackling Cam Newton. What makes you think you, one hundred eighty pound, one hundred eighty five pound regular old dude off the street, is going to get that dude down? 
And Cam ain't played in the NFL in a handful of years. But he still got it. He's still in shape. Still got it. So these cats, I was watching that interview, and they were like, hey, man, I saw him jacking on one of my brothers. So I had to go in. And um, it's just a bad look all around, though. It's a bad it look. Is. Nothing positive going to come out of that. Why do we think that's the way to handle things? Whether Cam grabbed the dude first or not, I'm sure Cam didn't just go into the crowd and grab the dude. I'm sure the dude came up on him. Oh, they first said they, all, they was going back and forth. They were drawing, They said they knew each other. They knew right. him because they, they coached with him before or something. Right. And they said Cam been talking. And Cam's talking is talking. Talking is talking. Everybody talks a little mess, man. Right. Everybody, I mean, where we from, you talk a little. But that's another talk. thing, professional athletes, they're elite trash talkers, a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, that's why they put them on these shows, like the ESPNs, the Foxes, the whatever. They got podcasts, the Shannon Sharps, the Michael Irvins, Keyshawn Johnson. They're elite shit talkers. This is what they do, because this is what they grew up doing. Like, come on now. Yeah, so, like I said, it's a bad look. In front of the parents, right? It's a bad look in front of the kids. Um, and I don't know if you recall, was it like last year, a couple of years ago, uh-huh. at one of Cam's camps? Now they say this dude donate and give back a lot of his time and and um, there was a money. little kid, yeah, yeah, for the, yeah, for the community, for the kids. Like he he's passionate about this, man. Mm-hmm. And if you got somebody who's passionate about it, who's coming out their pocket. Man, take heed to that and respect these cats. But that's the, pro- that's the ever- problem. That's the problem we got, though. It's a lack of respect for people it's who respect. are trying to help us out. Kids- I don't know if you remember, he was at one of his camps, and the little dude who was at his camp was talking There's crazy. about him. money or something like that. Yeah, no, he was telling Cam, that's why you ain't on the team right now. Right. Yeah. That's why you ain't on the team. And Cam said, hey, man, go get your father. I talk to your father. I'm not going to like argue with this little kid. But, mm. but the, the kid had. The bars enough to, to tell disrespect a MVP. man that he was at his camp. At, at his camp, one and as MVP of the league, that ain't no that kid will never even come close to sniffing what Cam did. And it's just so, utter exactly. disrespect. It's social exactly. media. It's social media and keyboard warriors and these kids get out in public and talk slick like that and think there's no repercussions to it. So I mean. Do you think I know I, I, a lot of ex players were like I think Cam just needs to stop giving back to the community because no. I don't know um somebody brought up you remember um Khalid got into it with a coach um Akeem uh, Talib right and his brother is either a coach or referee and his brother ended up shooting somebody a couple years ago I don't know if you remember that though I remember his brother shooting somebody I didn't know it was over a sport yeah it was over a, a kid's game like they was coaching or something like that. And his brother and like it's gonna come time to point. We know they we cash carry guns all the time. Right. That's an American problem. Yeah. And it's gonna get to a point, man, where Cam might get caught in a bad situation just trying to give back to the community. But you can't just stop not giving to the community. Right. I, I understand that, but it, it, it shouldn't be Cam. Time. My here's my thing. It shouldn't be Cam who changes his ways or stops giving. It should be the people in the community who change their kids and change things and respect that somebody's trying to help the community out. 
It's up to the parents and the grandparents and the uncles and the aunts to, to sit these kids down. And be like, look, this, this dude is trying to do something for the community, trying to do something special, trying to help you, give you an avenue, a pathway to see things. And you got to respect, man. But you can say that with anything about respect and respecting yeah. your elders and respecting the community, respecting each other. Right. Um, because there's a disrespect, not just in that, on, you know, far as Cam and on that, on that level, no, there's like a you said, we should all be taught. We should all, my mama, hey, before we went somewhere, mm. don't get out there and act a fool. Act a fool. And, and embarrass me and embarrass us. And I know what that meant. Yep. Don't touch nothing. Don't say nothing. nothing. I ain't getting nothing from the store. <laughs> Mind my P's and Q's. Don't ask for nothing. Don't ask <laughs> nobody for nothing. <laughs> so, I, hey, don't get out there and embarrass us. Don't get out there and embarrass me. Don't get out there and act a fool. I know what that meant. And I think at a young age, we need to, maybe not those words, but I knew my mama's were not, but I knew what that meant, just, you know, being mm -hmm. raised by her. And I know this isn't a, a separate incident, but it happens all across where you see disrespectful youngsters and adults doing those things. So you said Cam shouldn't change, but what if it gets to a point where his life started being in danger? Or if he bringing his kids there, his, his kids' lives start being in danger? Like, what if it gets to that point? And I know uh, security, they had security there, but they was they were late to the program, man, trying right. to break it up. They was they were way late to the program, man. I'm glad Cam didn't throw no punches, but I wouldn't have been mad if he threw some punches, man. I mean, now, now you're talking about him severely hurting somebody now. I, I'm just saying, but they, hey, they was trying to severely hurt him. Yeah, I know they was trying. But they, just, but, but they couldn't. But, you know, it, it's almost like you get into the moment and he probably realized how little these dudes had. And so it's just like, <laughs> get, get, out of here. get out of here. It's like every now and then you would see that big kid in peewee football right. that nobody can tackle, nobody can move. That That's the way that looks. But and also, if they knew each other, he probably didn't want to give too much malice. I'm just going right. to toss you, let you know that this could be a lot worse, you know, kind right. of a thing. I, I'm still better than you in this aspect. Right. Um, and one of the guys' interviews I saw, um, they kind of looked embarrassed, in my opinion. They should have been but, embarrassed. But um, he was saying, yeah, we know, like, they knew Cam for a while. Like, they, they worked with Cam. And um, they say he's always been talking. He's always been talking. He's always been talking. And I guess this day, it just got out of hand. Um, but that's their side of the story. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's, then there's going to be Cam's side of the story. Then there's going to be the real story. But here's the thing. That's even more embarrassing. Just because somebody talking, you, you, this is where you're going to go? That's exactly. Like, are you that sensitive? Right. With somebody's words. Hurt you like that. You want to act violently. He hurt that's, you. that's how it is. He hurt you in two ways, though. He hurt you emotionally, apparently. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. he hurt you physically. Because you couldn't do nothing with him, and he was just tossing you off like a rag dial, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear Cam's, um, his, uh, his take on everything, on um, what he uh, experienced and what he, what he saw that happen. See if it's going to align with theirs. Um... But yeah, sometimes, you know, you got to pick your battles. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's better just to walk away. Right. And most times it's better than walk away. But that's the problem is 
the insecurity of people that they can't walk away because everyone else is around or listening or surprised and it's like right what's the um from Paul fixing the line you feel that sting right there that's pride fucking with you <laughs> just think about it like 30 years ago right we would have just heard about it we wouldn't be able to witness it no we would have just heard about but i think that's what heightens i gotta prove something because right it is it's recorded it's captured it's videotaped now me and you, we get in an argument, whatever. We, we wow, man, you, you walk away. Oh, you be bullshitting. We're not going right. to get into all that. Yeah, whatever. Like, but it's feelings. Like, but Yeah, I think, too, sometimes it's just your know, upbringing plays a part in this. That too, your maturity that too. your maturity level plays a part in this. At our age right now, yeah, I ain't, I ain't trying, I ain't trying, nobody. I ain't ain't trying to tussle with nobody. No. <laughs> I don't care if they my age or whatever. Right. I ain't trying to touch with nobody, man. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna walk away, man. I'm trying yeah. to wake up the next morning. What's the what's the purpose? Are you gonna yeah. say if you got the best of somebody, are you gonna feel good about it? Yeah, Probably right. Not. I mean, what do you, you get from? Like, man, how come I how come I let them pull me out my uh, my character? Yeah. To behave that way. So yeah, so yeah, well, I mean time was Cam's gonna come out with, I'm sure, with his his podcast is gonna be touched and on. Talk whatever. about it, right? Yeah, talk about it. But then, like I said, like you said, he hurt them emotionally. Well, they want to get physical, right. and then he hurt them physically because they couldn't. They couldn't. I think the emotional, the emotional hurts more for them than the physical. Because <laughs> <laughs> they gotta live with that shit on video now. Right, right. And then you know, like you said, Cam hat. You know, he wear. You know, he it didn't, didn't even fall off. <laughs> that just shows you how. Little impact they had. They on bothered him. him. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> most people are moving around, your hat gonna fall off. He was like, <laughs> "Get out of here." So, but I, I understand you saying that he shouldn't have to change. Right. They should have to change their behavior and whatever. But I don't want him to get in a situation where it does get where violent. Where it gets, yeah, yeah. Where, where the violence increases. Cause I don't know if you remember Cat Williams. He went back to the community, and I think he was playing soccer or ball with the kids. Right. And then he had gotten into a little scuffle with a cat. 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> and the 13-year-old was, was, it was a big 13-year-old too, man. The 13-year-old mm -hmm. was having them, putting them in wrestling moves and stuff. Mm. And I think Cat said that's why Folks don't want to come back to the community and give back, right? Because you get disrespected like that. People yep. try to try you, man. Yeah, they try to challenge you because they don't have what you have. And these kids just need to learn respect. Period. They do. It's it's, a, it's they do. They need to learn respect. Their parents need to learn respect. It's just a lack of respect. Yeah, all yep. around. Yep. I, I hear. But, I take. I take my kids. I walk them to the bus stop. And I hear these conversations of what these people are saying. And it's like, just, and there's adults around. And they're just going, and I'm like, obviously their parents aren't around, but they're just going, going at it. And it's like, my kids would never. And, and I'm, you know how people say my kids would. I know my kids would never right. say those things and do those things when adults are around. Now, yeah, I, don't know they say, I don't know if they say, you know. Exactly, exactly. Because I know me, man, when I was a youngster, Man, I had a foul mouth. But let some adults come around, 
Mm. Oh, that Corey. He said he just says he's nice and nice boy. <laughs> no, I went out in the street doing. I went out in the street doing anything crazy. Right. Hey, but when it came to some words, oh me and all my friends. I mean, we was feeding off each other. Little but let's know he would be around. the inventor of the Tootsie Roll. The Tootsie <laughs> Roll song. <laughs> well, yeah, but yes, but, I, but that's at seventeen. Well, we was about 17, 18 right there. So yeah. that's it. That's a different level of immaturity when you're doing it. Right. <laughs> so yeah, man, I just want to see. I, I just want to see us do better, man. Do better. Yeah. Um, uh, I think like stop uh, being the show. Said, stop being the show for people. Big time. And like Shannon, I think what Shannon Sharp said, you won't see that at an Eli Manning or Peyton okay. Manning. Nope. Event. Well, that's because they charge. That's because they charge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like they're getting the dudes from the trailer park in Tennessee. Yeah. So hey, if they if they charge, you gonna you gonna eliminate yeah half of the half, half of the people, yeah. right? Yeah. Cam is doing something for the community, not not charging like that. I don't know what the money situation is, but it's not you know high. Right. Right. You know. <laughs> All right, man. But yeah, it's, but you know what? Too sometimes as adults, as parents. Doing a kids' athletic program mm. or athletic event, man, just sit back and watch. Man, man, stay off the coaches, stay off the referees. If you don't agree with the referee, if you don't agree with the coach, man, your kid is eight years old. Let me tell you, dog. I'm glad you said that because I I gotta tell a story, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh -oh, I gotta man. tell. I gotta tell. Kids come around, Grandpa. Gray I gotta, gotta tell a story. story. <laughs> Uncle Gray gotta tell a story. <laughs> so my daughter is on a basketball team. And this Which is one the, the oldest one. She, right. she's, in, she's in seventh grade now, but this was when she was sixth grade. This was the first year at the middle school or whatever. And the school is relatively new. It's 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 a public school, but it was it was new. Um maybe like five years old in school or something like that. Um all right. So last year was their second year actually having a girl a girls basketball team. Right. And so they weren't that good. You know, they had like four four people who could probably play. The rest of them were learning. You know, they had right. two eight, they had two eighth graders who were big, really nice, like, like with their games. They were they were good. They were good. Um so they were losing to this team, you know, in in the hood, in the hood, right? And what so the guess school what? was in the hood or the, the team school was from the the team the school we went to play at was, was okay y'all okay 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 am I getting this right yes we had to go to their place and so um the parent I guess it was a brother or a father I'm assuming it was a father but he was a young he was a younger cat right so I'm just saying brother because I'm throwing shade right there babies having babies um. <laughs> And well, how he, young was he though? Was he 22? <laughs> or was he like, I yeah. mean, was it, his kid was 12, late, late 20s, 11. but if you got a 12 year old in your late 20s, what you doing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. It okay. happens though. It happens. Okay. But I'm, I don't care. It, it just, it'll, it, I'm going to show you why you can make the connection. Right. Because I'm going to tell you this. So they're, you know, they're losing or whatever. And, and he's out there calling, children sorry and oh like talking shit 
to little girls, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade girl. And he's talking shit and yelling shit and all that and all that. And I turned to my wife and I said, you can already tell what goes on in that house right there. Right. right. And you can tell what type of people he's going to raise and how he was raised right there. And it's like, when you say parents at sporting events, that's the problem. Yeah. That's why your kids don't learn. Because you go and you harassing little girls. And the only reason the people on our side didn't say anything because we were in their neighborhood, their school, their territory, whatever. Right. But had that been in our gym, I'm sure people would have said something. Like, sit your ass down, man. Be quiet. Lot, yeah, it was a whole lot of lot of dudes like, like, dog, you need to like just look at him. Right. Like, so was it did he have any friends or his wife or he had because that's when they need let's to eliminate like, hey, let's eliminate let's let's okay first of all let's just eliminate they weren't married let's come on dog we i'm calling that calling out the social problem here and <laughs> and and just for anybody listening they weren't black so just let's go let's right. go um he had a woman with him who i'm, I'm not sure was the mother of the child right <laughs> who was also in that age right? all right and then they had another kid who was probably a, a sibling who was not too far away from that age range. So a boy. So you figure, and I think the boy might've been older. So now we can even push the tables even back. We're talking 14, 15 years old when you have a child, right? And this right. is where you're at. So you're at um, I mean, I'm sure his his wife or his girlfriend was probably like, or baby mom, whatever you want to call it. She probably was too scared to say something. Instead of saying, because sometimes women can be the voice of reason. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes women can be the voice of reason. When we act a fool and our testosterone is, is up there, they can be there like, hey, hey, you know, chill out. It ain't it ain't worth it. It's not that right. serious. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've seen it, man. I've seen some time where uh, fathers will get on a kid real tough, too. Right, you know, you know, berate their kids. Oh, yelling at white, playing sport. Yeah, I'm right, like right. No, not the encouragement that that we need as a kid, but belittling and, and things of that nature. But I mean, you can go on social media and see all kinds. Like I was watching um something on social media. I can't remember what platform it was on. Right, and a father just walked on a court, a basketball court, walked on a court. To charge up, um, and I kind of went through. I don't know if it was charging up the referee or another little kid. I've seen. I watch like a lot of little wrestling, like a lot of wrestling, kids wrestling and stuff. Right. All the way through high school, I, you know, I follow that. So I watched that, and one kid was getting manhandled, where the mother came up there to drag the other little kid off of her son. What? Yeah. So it's it's like you gotta you gotta control yourself. You gotta learn. You gotta let them learn. You, gotta you ain't gonna win every battle. Like, could you picture our parents trying to <laughs> trying to come out there pulling people off the pile, like if they're in the middle of the game? Get off, Get off my back, baby. <laughs> you would have been embarrassed. I would have transferred. I would have transferred schools. What you talking about? Now y'all never would have heard from me again. I'd have been in racing somewhere, bro. Exactly, man. So could you could you imagine that, man? So, yeah, like I said, we just, you know, as parents, as adults, mm -hmm. um, 
some of us are still immature. Even at the age of 40, something up we we still immature. Really? But yeah, we, we gotta set the example for the kids though, man. We yeah, really do. And I think just the whole the glorification of athletes and sports and all that leads to this because everybody thinks their son or daughter is gonna be the next whatever. And they put far too much stock into that. Right. Instead of other things. Like right. they let that dictate their lives. That's point five percent with point one percent will make it to that elite level like that. Right. So you definitely had it. Shit, I thought I was going to the NFL. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So there's a lot of folks like that, but you got to have a backup plan too, man. Yeah. You know, I understand, you know, that's your overall goal or whatever, but if that doesn't happen, hey, get your journalism degree, get your communication degree, and now you can be on TV. And talk about it. And they paying your expenses. And that career, yeah, and that career lasts long. Lasts a whole lot long. Big time. Big time. So, yeah, it's, it, it, it is crazy out there, man. So, yeah, I said we got to do better as parents sometimes to set that example. Um, so things like that don't happen. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Speaking of setting an example, <laughs> let's talk about the old Georgia prosecutor. <laughs> Who, who that is, man? Who that is? Fanny Willis. Would, would, would you? Would you? You had is a question. Fanny or Fanny? Fanny, Fanny. I don't know. I call it Fanny. It's, it looked Fanny. All, it's, it's spelled Fanny. I'm gonna call you Fanny. Maybe it's Fanny, but I, I'm, I'm gonna just call you Fanny. All I can, you know, when I when I hear Fanny, uh, I don't know if you remember Ice Cube song. I felt on that big fat Fanny yeah, pulled out Fanny, the jacket yeah, and killed yeah. that dude, man. <laughs> That's all I. Every time I hear so. I've been kind of following the case a little bit. So maybe it's funny, because why would you name her Fanny? I don't know. What's, <laughs> what, what's her whole name, though? That's that's probably what you got to find out. Yeah, it could be like Palasia, <laughs> whatever. But I've been, first and foremost, this is my thought process. You might come at it with a different angle, different perspective. What does this have to do with the, the Chester Cheetah Orange dude? No, well, I'll get to that in one second. So it's yeah. funny. It is funny. Okay, funny. That is her real name. Her name is Fawny Tiafa. Fawny Tiafa Willis. Okay, there we okay. go. We got that set. So born, born in seventy one. So she she got us on. She got us on a year. She she got us on. A year. Um, so she yeah. I think they said she she'll be fifty three this year, maybe. Yeah. Um, so she, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, she would have been a a senior when we were juniors. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um from your, your legal, from your legal background okay. and, and your education, mm. I'm looking at this like I know credibility is important. I know Donald Trump and his team is trying to do everything they possibly can to get shit right. thrown out. Right. Drag this out, get it thrown out. Right. Because once it moves to a different county, right. a different area, it's probably right. going to be more Republicans running that show over there outside of Atlanta area. And they're going to throw it all out. So, yeah, my, here's my opinion. This stuff with Fawny. <laughs> And alleged affair or whatever 
has nothing, absolutely nothing to do on whether Donald Trump committed a crime or not. Nothing. Nothing. But it's just an issue that Trump's people are using to muddy the waters, to delay proceedings, because that's right. what he does. Throw as much shit at, at the window and then say, oh, well, because of this, because she's having, she had an affair or a relationship. I don't even know how that equates to it don't have anything. It doesn't, but that's what they'll do. And they'll 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 go after her moral character. But again, this is a man with 91 felonies, shits on himself, can't remember his wife's name, <laughs> you know, was basically called a financial fraud in the state of New York, having his business shut down, about to have his property seized, the few buildings that he does have. Almost 355 million, and that's without interest. And it allows the the people who got in those long name licensing deals to take down his name off the Trump Tower. And they were saying the minute Chicago gets to go ahead, the Trump Tower in Chicago gets to go ahead to take his name off, off of there because of these violations, they were like, that, that property value skyrockets. That it has dropped oh, wow. so much because his name is on it. And that's the same in New okay. York. The Trump Tower value goes up once they're able to take that name off, <laughs> off his building. Um, but yeah, it's just another tactic with Donald Trump and his people to try to drag somebody through the mud and delay and delay and shift the narrative, basically. that His whole life has been shifting the narrative off his guilt and his wrongdoings. I've said this before, and when I say this, I don't say it lightly. Donald Trump is the greatest con man of the 20th, late 20th, earliest 21st century. He will go down in history, not as a great president, not as a great person, but he will go down in history as probably one of the greatest con men ever to live. Name a con man throughout the history. You cannot find one person who parallels Donald Trump. Even the cult leaders, Jim Jones got all those people in, in Guyana, in Jonestown, to kill themselves. Donald Trump is even worse than that. Man. And you say, oh, well, he didn't get anybody to kill themselves or commit suicide. Yeah, he did. They're committing financial suicide by giving this criminal money for his cases while they have no money at home to feed their family. Right. Think about it. Didn't he have a school? Trump, Trump school? He had a Trump school that defaulted yeah. or failed. failed? Yeah. Yeah. Trump stakes failed. Trump school failed. Think about this. I just want you to realize that this man ruined a football league in the 80s. Football, <laughs> right? He ruined a football the USFL. Right. Right. He also bankrupted, think about what I'm about to tell you, a casino, bro. Think about that. <laughs> That's pretty damn hard to do in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Hey, especially when you got people dying to get their money to the casino. Right. He bankrupted a casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Think about that. So... But he's convinced people that he's a billionaire, which he's never been, As you and that he's successful. Tell, tell a lie enough, people start to believe it. That's it, man. That's it. But as you said, he's the biggest con man in this modern time. Right. He conned himself all the way to become president of the yeah. United States of America, man. And it's a possibility he can do it again. It's a possibility he it's can It's a possibility. It it's a, it's a possibility. He can run it. Back. I don't think. I don't think it's likely. I think there's so many 
Republicans and independents who, if he's on that ticket, will not go that way. They'll either stay at home or they'll go the other way to make sure. You don't have to get What we see for Donald Trump is a media creation. And it's a media creation for ratings. And it's a creation to use this false narrative like all these people like him. When it's not, it's just a certain group of people who are very loud that like this man and follow this man. And I think the media has done us a disservice because the media is the reason why we're in this situation now. Because he was not a serious candidate and he was way behind in 2016. And they thought he was so entertaining, they started giving him more and more press, more and more press. And he gained momentum and he became a real candidate. And this is how he became president. You remember that debate that he and uh, Hillary were having? When he called her a nasty woman? And he was just walking around the stage, yeah. just looking all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So people like that type of entertainment, but we need somebody to run this country. Yeah. Will help run this country. But, but you know, he told the lie of how he was this great businessman and he had a reality TV show, which anybody with a half a brain knows there's no, reality TV shows aren't real. They're all scripted. It's right. all fake. They're all right. outside of like the first real world back in the day with MTV. The rest of these joints have been, are very fake, very scripted, right? But it's the dumbing of America that these dumb people in them, in them, in, in these, what they call the flyover states, see this and think this guy was real when all you had to do was look that he's not even liked in his hometown to the point where he had to move out. And he moved to Florida because he, everyone in New York who of those rich circles of means knew he was a fraud, a con man. That's why he couldn't get bank <laughs> loans. That's why the top law firms don't touch him. If he's this billionaire, <laughs> law firms would be jumping over themselves to, to get into his business and help him with that. But he couldn't find anybody. He got this little off the wall firm in New Jersey. But then he going to Russia. With Deutsche Bank. Giving out information. Money. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he got to get paid. He even admitted the other day the reason why he took those documents. He 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 didn't say straight out I took them to get money, but he was talking about how Richard Nixon took documents and got paid eighteen million dollars to give them back by the U.S. government. But that's the point that when that happened with Richard Nixon, that's when they created that law that no, these documents don't belong to the president; they belong to the United States. Of right, right, and don't forget. Black people are gonna vote for him because we like sneakers. We like gym shoes. He racist, straight up racist. And that's that's my problem with black people. And we know one of these black people who who is in those circles voting for those type of people. They straight out call y'all young. Oh, almost yeah. They straight out call oh, you young said it, You have said it before, man. You want said I know. it before. I'm trying to limit. Right. That. I feel you. I feel you. They straight out calling y'all stupid ghetto Neanderthals that you're going to vote for somebody over some sneakers that look like piss wipers. Remember back in the day, piss wipers? I remember pee wipers, man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember pee wipers, man. <laughs> hey, um, man, you didn't hit a nerve going way back to pee wipers. My mama bought me a pair back in the days, man. <laughs> and I used to rib on kids who had them. And, and you, she, you hey, came she didn't get paid until Friday. Uh, See, them things like only like $2.99 or something, dog. <laughs> but in addition to that, 
And what you just said, they said because he's a criminal and got this criminal record, got this mug shot now. Yeah, because all black people are criminals. That's we that's can relate to him you. now. He's telling you that that all black people are criminals, and then we love criminals, and we relate. That's to criminals. crazy, man. And that's what we like to do. If that don't make you not want to vote for him, I don't know what else. Yeah, but that's 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 thing. also a product of the system that we live in. Meaning, a lot of the local stations across America are owned by Sinclair Broadcasting, which is a truly conservative ownership group. Trump backers, Republican backers, and they purposely tell their news people and their news team and their producers when they create the agenda for the news to highlight the crime in the inner cities. So somebody who doesn't know or watches the news or sees these clips actually thinks, even though there is crime in Chicago, that Chicago is so bad that it's like Iraq or it's like Afghanistan, it's like Ukraine, the bombs, the violence. They call it, they call it Chirac now, so. Yeah. Or New York is bad, violence. San Francisco is bad, violence. But when you break it down, I think New York is 4.8 per 100 murder per capita. Alabama is 15.9. Right. When you break it down, the top murder per capita, top violent crime states, are all in Republican states, Republican neighborhoods, right. but they don't want to talk about that violence. They don't want to talk about the violence that happens in the trailer parks. They don't want to talk about the motorcycle gang violence that happens frequently. These are the things they stay away from, but they'll go to an immigrant or somebody they think is an immigrant, like in New York, um, in New York, where they jumped a dude on TV talking about he was an immigrant and he was an American citizen. And oh, I didn't see that one. I didn't hear about that one. They had a live on Fox, yeah. Wow. Or, or they showed a, the incident in New York where the immigrants and the police got into it and they're like, look at the immigrants. But it was video that the police put out. And when they showed the whole video, them dudes were trying to walk away and the police kept harassing them and grabbing them. Oh, so that's when they tried to walk away. And yeah. so they were helping their friend, basically. So so it had nothing to do with the immigrants. It was the police being police. Yeah. What's the difference now? They they call them migrants. What's the difference between They're a migrant and an immigrant? So an immigrant comes in legally, becomes, goes through a process, becomes a U.S. citizen. Okay, okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo, immigrant. Right. He was an illegal immigrant in Greece. Immigrant in America. Legal, okay. I, think, I think he got Costas, so uh, the other one, Thanasis, Cost us all these guys here. Right. So migrants come in illegally there. Is that what you're saying? So migrants, no. So these people coming in are not in illegally, which is another right. problem that we have. Right. They, information. They, yeah. they have asked for asylum. They are migrants because they migrated from a country that has either it's political asylum. It, it's, you know, like a lot of people come in from Africa, which they don't realize they go, they go from Africa to Canada come in to Canada, through Canada, or they come in through Mexico, because maybe they are, um, because of, like religious, where the women get their clitoris cut off, so okay. a lot of women right. flee, right. flee right. that, and they, they right. so they have asylum. <laughs> and so what happens when you come in, because we sign treaties, and you know, we have United Nations, we have international law, the United States, and, and neither does Mexico, and that's how these people are getting in, because it's not like they're coming straight from their country to the United States. They have to come all the way up through Central America and things like that. 
Mexico has treaties, so they have to let them in because they're requesting asylum. This is kind of what treaties do. So some of them may stay in Mexico, some of them go to the United States. The United States has to let them in because they request asylum. Okay. So what they do is they monitor them, right? And and then they try to keep in contact with them and get them to apply for citizenship legally. Okay. You have to stay monitored. You have to provide an address of a family member. You have to do these things. But if you come in and you're let in legally through Texas and you take three steps in and somebody just hurries up and puts you on a bus and next thing you know, you're in Chicago, New York, Denver, you don't know how to right. find your family. You don't know how to find right. your family. Right. Right. So it, just creates, to survive. No. it creates that it, it, it creates all of this. And, and that's the difference. And then they hype it up, you know, and, it, and the numbers are no different than they have been the last 30 years. It's just that it gets, again, it's like, the inner city violence, it gets more publicity than it should or more, it's for ratings. It's too, unfortunately in America, the news is used to heighten fear. The more negative, the more eyes watch, right? You know, that's why they stuff at the end of the news section for like 30 seconds, the little kid who won the spelling bee or the person right. who saved the cat right. or the old, right. the old man. The, the the girl who gave the old man a kidney, like they put that for 30 seconds at the end of the day. Or, or a student, uh, a 15 year old who graduated. Who graduated college. Right, you right, know, exactly. They put those like right. in the little spots, but <laughs> the rest of it's all negative. It's all because unfortunately in America, we've been conditioned to, it's negative is what sells, negative is what draws us to TV. It's why people get caught up in in this news and their, their mind changes and their attitude changes and their whole, Aura and persona changes because they're caught up in this in this crap. But yeah, these are these are migrants. They're in the country legally, most of them. How people get in the country illegally is they come in with a visa and then they overstay the visa when it when it runs out. Right. That's how right. people in illegally. Right. And then there are people who come in from you know other places and go over. But people come in from Canada just as much as they come in from Mexico. Like if there's a lot of Chinese people who come in through Canada. Believe me, I lived in Queens. I know. I know about, <laughs> you know, I know, but no, I'm not, it's not racist or anything. You you see the Chinese people and you go to Flushing, Queens, and you can, you, they sell, they had a place where they would sell them um, social security cards, social security numbers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If so, you were, to me, I'm okay with folks coming over here, man. Yeah, it's America. This is what we were built on. I'm okay, man. Hey, get you a job, put into Social Security. Right. Be a productive citizen. Right. Start your life, start your family. This supposed right. to be the latter opportunity. I don't have a problem with that. I, I really don't, man. I really don't. Um, shit, we need workers. <laughs> like I said, we need a... Hey, as I look closer to retirement age, right, I want to be comfortable. You yeah. know, I I, I want to be, shit, I've been working basically since I've been 16, 17, 18 years old. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You, you worked at the post office, right? Yeah, I was at the post office for a minute, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I started working at, um, at Lewis. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't, like I said, I don't mind folks coming through here, and of course there are gonna be some bad, some bad apples. 
Right. It, well, it's bad apples in everything. It's bad apples here, born here. We can't get right. rid of them. We can't throw them out. Uh, <laughs> I would love or to. Or you could be like, or you could be like Europe did back in the days. Mm-hmm. Hey, they sent their bad people to the United States. Yeah. And they sent them to a, what Australia or something like that too. They yeah, um, prostitutes yeah, and um, murderers and. Um, the British sent the bad the, the criminals over to Australia. Yeah, Fidel yeah. Castro did that in the eighties. He cleaned out the prisons and sent them to Miami. He said, like, "Get out of here! Go, go, get out of here!" So now, now it's like all of a sudden now, now you got the cocaine cowboys, whatever, right? With all that, yeah. So hey, man, like you see, there's bad apples in every bunch, but there's more productive folks who's just trying to have a better life in a better way. This is what America is about. But but what that is about is most immigrants who come into the country, when they come into, so say if you go to Texas, and this is what this is all about. Most immigrants that come in the country, because of the way they're treated, because of what they see, they end up identifying with the Democratic Party, right? So if you have Texas, which is a red state, and they get more and more Democratic voters, what happens to the Republicans? They lose power. It's going to turn. This is why they want this. It's going to turn blue. That's what it's about. It's about Republicans trying to stay in power, shipping them. That's why they ship them to Denver, which is already Democrat. Chicago, Democrat. New York, Democrat, right? And so that's what it's about. It's about trying to maintain, lack of a better word, it's white supremacy. Because the more black and brown people, and that's why also it's been heightened, because there's a lot of people from Africa coming the more shaded America gets, the more panic people get. Look what look at what has happened to our country because a black man was voted president. That's how Donald Trump became president. Oh, of course, of course, man. I was talking to one of my guys. I ain't talked to him in a while, and we mm-hmm. just yesterday we talked about that. Once Barack became president, that's when you start seeing different behaviors yeah and then once trump became president he he just promoted that type of behavior unleashed them he made them feel comfortable to be there yeah and and here we are now and here we are about to go through this same thing it's going to be an interesting year with all this mess so i've been saying it i think i think joe biden's (laughs) going to win but the problem with that and there's no problem with joe biden What's going to happen is he's going to claim, he's going to start claiming from the time he wins that nomination with the Republicans that the election is rigged, that they don't want him. Oh, he's going to set that, he's going to plant that seed already. He's going to plant that. And, he's going to plant that seed every he, time, he, yeah. even against Hillary. He said, if I lose, this was rigged. Yeah. And he's going to do the same thing. Yeah. Our people are going to follow to even more heights to try to overthrow the government. That's where we're at right now. That's what I'm worried about. That's that because. These people are crazy. Their their racism, their hate for others. Again, we've said this many times. What is it? You cut off your your what is it? Your arm. What is it? What's it saying? You cut off your cut off your nose to spite your face. You cut off your nose to spite your face. So they'll cut off their nose, their own survival, just because of their own hate. They hate people. They hate others. Like you don't realize that. The, the reason why your insurance for your trailer park is as high as somebody's insurance for their five-bedroom house is because the people you voted for are taking you for a ride. And instead of putting your energy into fighting them, 
you fighting other people who don't have anything. You you fighting people really who have let who are at a disadvantage from you instead of fighting the people who are holding you down. Right. Right. Don't be mad at us that we came back, we we you know overcame slavery and we have people in positions <laughs> and Barack Obama eventually became president. That's not our that's on you. <laughs> that's on you for not being for not taking full advantage of the head start that you've had in it since you began. That's all I'm gonna say about that one. <laughs> this show took a different turn. It did. Did what I expected. <laughs> it did. We were talking about funny. <laughs> we were talking about funny. So back to funny. <laughs> so check it out, man. Check it out. I'm I'm following this stuff. Right. You know, I, I work from the crib. So I you know, I I throw the live stream on mm-hmm. and I'll listen while I'm working. But do you know how all this stuff got started, man? His his ex-wife or his wife, his estranged wife. That and one of his guys who he worked with uh-huh. and who I think he was a client. His guy was, he was his guy's client too. Uh-huh. Started leaking information about their relationship. Trying to get paid, that's why. I'm thinking like, man, what kind of friend is that, man? So, but my, my thing doing, is, you, you, you leaking information, and the fate of our country is is a democracy of your freedom, black man, is, is in jeopardy, and you gonna do this? So they had him on the stand today. Yeah, I saw him. Head down, he was yeah. embarrassed, and they was tripping him up because he was, you know, he's trying to lie, but. Yeah. They they had him pinned against the wall, but it sounds like he was a. It sounds like he was a womanizer. Who the guy? Yeah, he was fraternizing. I think mm-hmm. he had even had a, a sexual assault or essay um, charge against him or whatever. And it sounded like Way had to get rid of him mm-hmm. because that's what you have to do. Like, hey, if, if I'm if I'm in a law firm. Acting a fool, clowning. I gotta get like, rid of you. I gotta get like, rid of you. You go. Uh, give me a warning first. I mean, we're boys. We still gonna be boys. Yeah, outside, like, of, outside of the yeah, job. But like, I got, to, I got to let you, ain't you go. Take this firm down, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it sounded like he was pissed off because dude had to get rid of him for his behavior. Like he ain't gonna take no accountability, and now he's feeding information to them, and here we are. In addition to his, his ex-wife, and then here we are. Falling so in and, it, and it's just it's a waste of taxpayers' dollars. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump <laughs> and all his felonies. Nothing at all. There's a whole man. lot of those felonies. That's it, man. That's it. I mean, put the country above your nonsense. Man. Because, <laughs> because if Trump gets his way, you, you probably gonna be in a digging coal somewhere. But we all, you know what? I guess we all got some selfishness in us, and we need to be selfless more and, and think about the whole picture. Right. But, but if, if if I'm doing all this right, and you tell me, gee, three women complained, or well, I don't know what you know, you, you have an affair or whatever. This is looking bad on the firm. I gotta let you go. I'll be all right, dude. I got you. I ain't never gonna bring it up. 
Yeah, you gonna be like, I got you, man. I know, take accountability, man. Take the law, take the loss. I got it. I'm sorry, though. So, yeah, so they were guys for like 10 years, too. They worked together and for 10 years. So, of course, he's he's sharing information. Wade is sharing information with his guy. Uh-huh. And now his guy goes back and backstabs him, so to speak, and puts him in a situation like this. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I don't know, man. It's got to be a code. It's got to be a code. You just code violation. It's cold. Definitely, definitely, man. You you out of order, man. You out of order. So, on that um, note, man, there we have it. Two two topics that's prevalent right now um, in this country, of course, is getting right. a lot of attention, and um, and, and both of them, yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately. And before we go, and I want to go back to what we were talking about about the media hyping up the Trump train for ratings and all that. And, you know, there's been a big thing, the primaries in Michigan today about are people going to vote for Joe Biden? They're going to do, you know, whatever because of Palestine. And they said black voters are disenfranchised. So a couple of days ago, the Democratic caucus of black voters from Michigan endorsed Biden. And I'm just looking at this right now. Biden has 86% of the vote in Michigan. So, all of this stuff about people walking away from Biden is complete and utter nonsense. False. Yeah. False. I've been seeing a lot of polls, though, but of course, everybody's not in the polls. Who's answering the, the phone? Who's answering the phone at five o'clock? Uh, a landline. That's what. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they haven't they haven't Biden behind by five percent here and five percent there and, and growing. But you know, you got a lot of time. He's gonna a lot's gonna happen between now. In November, man, it's gonna be it's gonna get messy too. It's gonna be interesting, but it's gonna get messy, man. Yeah. So yeah. get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. It, get it's your gonna be a show. Ready. It's gonna be a show. It's gonna be and be careful for the crazy people. We'll talk about that maybe next week about um, the things that some people in this country have: the guns, the weapons. It blew my mind. I had a conversation with some people last week, and I think we'll cover that. That might be a topic we'll, we'll cover next week. Let's get it, man. All right, everybody. Thank you again. Thank you for joining Generating X. We'll see you next week. Peace.